This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Perfect Blue. There's a tagline, but it's in Japanese, so, I mean, that, that ain't my bag. Troy Middle Death. Welcome to Slaughterhouse, Princess. I'm Chris. I already said I was Troy. Well, technically I said I was Troy Metal, but yeah, I'm Troy. And Horace Lan is uh, at the Farrier right now. Yeah, I did to go see his mom, drink some really nice booze, ignore the fuck out of us. You know, Horace Lanta things. Yeah. Hashtag but, Horace Lanta things. Yes, but speaking of booze, not necessarily good booze. Besides it being anime, where we watch anime, mm-hmm. it is also my lort, where uh, thanks to uh, Lady Sadie Von Drunk Shark, uh, or Drunken Shark, or Pumpkin Pie Spice Shark, she's got lots of names, um, I have my bottle of Malort. Uh, Chris, you have Malort on the way. Yeah, which, you know, I like violence distributed from afar so in three days or so uh probably two days from uh posting of this episode you will have diesel gin at your door (laughs) yeah i've always thought what if gin tasted more like fuel yeah so i'm going to uh have my shot of malort and Instead of doing it separately, I'm going to combine it with one of my three beers. For my three beers in a shot. Uh, I have a Celebration Fresh Hop IPA from Sierra Nevada. Which, it says Fresh Hop. But uh, these this was packaged back in uh, October of 2022. I bought it today. Uh, the uh, 14th of May. So, uh, not so fresh, but still, I'm sure it's still tasty. However, we'll see if it's tasty when mixed with Malort. Because I do like gin in an IPA, and Malort does remind me of gin in certain ways. So, we will see how this goes. Mm -hmm. And it's it's only a 12-ounce can of IPA, as opposed to my my, uh, 16-ounce can of uh, Grapefruit Rattler that I had last episode so uh salon chairs to you chris as i uh Uh try this concoction Mm. Mm -hmm. so it's pretty good until you get to like the the uh, gasoline finish yeah but yeah fair yeah it's uh it's not the worst thing i've ever imbibed because I've, I've had a str- shot of straight Malort. Um, but not as good as the Grapefruit Rattler, I will say. I will say, Chris, if you... Uh, I will suggest, Chris, if you... Uh, when you get when you try this, do just a plain shot to do a plain shot. Maybe put old sticky to, to use. And uh, if you're going to drink it mixed, if you have any grapefruit juice and simple syrup, that would probably do pretty well. Otherwise, if you can get a hold of Grapefruit Rattler, do that. Noted. If you don't have that, go for an IPA. I suggest a floral one because this 
this kind of has floral quanti- qualities to it. Fair enough. So, enough of May Lord. Let's get back to Anna May. Yep. And it's perfect blue. As suggested by Chris, because he suggested all of the stuff for May, for anime this year. Yeah. I'm kind of the, the go-to for that sort of thing. You are the resident weeb. I am. No yep. offense to Christian. Well, you're just... He's... It's it's not his podcast. He's the backup weeb. Christian is a is a notable weeb. He's the vice weeb. If I ever yeah. get shot down in the course <laughs> yeah. of my weeb duties, he will take over. <laughs> yep, yeah. your weeb duties, Chris. Uh, so how how does this uh, animated movie film begin? Uh, we start with. Uh, People. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah. Don't worry. It has little to nothing to do with this. No, but it's like a live-action Super Sentai show. Yeah. Only, it's weird to have a live-action show on an animated movie. Because, like, you're animating people doing live-action. Yeah, it is a little weird. It's very meta. It is. Yeah. And this is from, like, I don't know, 1996 or something? 97? Yeah, I don't recall. That was the copyright at the end when I fast-forwarded to see if there was, for some goddamn reason, a stinger, which there was not, because stingers weren't very much of a thing back in 1997. Yeah. And uh, we meet up with various folks talking about their idol uh, sensation. Cham. Cham. Yeah. It probably sounds sexier in Japanese, I assume. I guess. I mean, there was the Chamming Bird magazine, which so is like Cham, like Japanese for hum. A fair question. I don't know. Like, I don't. I know like maybe two words of Japanese, so I don't know. But yeah, all and the Japanese my, I know is from Stick songs. Yeah, so you can domo your arigato, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. You get mushy mushy when you answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Mushy mushy, mushy mushy, and uh, I, I know a senpai. You can hi. I, I know I know an oni chan. Yeah, you know what the kami are. It's weird that I can like follow Japanese, even though I don't hundred percent understand what they're saying. Sometimes I, I get, when, like the vibe. When I visit Greece and my wife tells a story to someone in in Greek, I can follow along because I know the story and I can like, I know enough Greek to know what she's talking about. And then I'd be like, Oh yeah, that part, that's great. So that's not uh, Greek to you. No, that is not that. Well, it's all Greek, but I understand a little bit of the Greek. Um, but yeah, so, uh, in my introduction, all, all I know about idol culture in japan is the tiny slice of it i have seen through having been introduced to baby metal about a year ago yeah and yeah and i feel like baby metal maybe is a little bit of a weird version of idleness like they're not quite they're not like super idle like they came from like a super idle setting whatever they from whatever the they started with an s and a g the two words like that they came from uh like that was super like but they were like 
10 years old. Like they had like 10 year old, like girl groups, which is weird to me. Yeah. Idol culture is a whole cultural thing. Yeah. It's hard to follow if you're, it's like not from there. Take like boy band fans and dial them up to like 3000. Yeah. And also divide the number of people who are into one band by like a hundred. Yeah. At least an order of magnitude, let's say. Yeah. Cause like, you know, if you go to like the baby metal subreddit, you will see people unironically saying that the lead singer baby metal is a generational talent. And while she is a good singer, she has a very nice voice. I would not say she is the best of her generation. That's bold to say the least. I know, but, and I like how this movie just to spoiler ahead that they were happy that they, they're the first single they ever had chart hit 83 on the charts. And they were considered at least a semi-successful idol group. Yeah. So, but the idol, yeah. So Cham, Cham, Cham is the uh, idol group. Uh, the uh, the main character's name is, I want to say Min May, but that is from uh, uh, Robotech. Mima. Mima. Well, Mima, Mima Reen. Yeah. Is the full. Yeah. And uh, she wants to spread her wings. Yeah, she doesn't want to sing anymore. She wants to become an... Well, she wants to be an actress, but also kind of sounds like maybe her manager's trying to push her into becoming an actress. Or at least the the guy who runs the... No, the guy who runs Cham or Cham. The Cham, we just call it Cham, is kind of pushing for it. The guy that runs a talent agency who represents them is pushing for it. Her manager seems to not be super into it. But she wants her to be happy, so like if she wants to be an actress, she'll be an actress. Yeah. Yeah. Rumi is her manager's name? Yep. Yeah. And uh, the big reveal is that this is her last show. Yep. So after after live-action Power Rangers goes off the stage, the three girls come out and perform their song, which uses the words Doki Doki, which I, I understand is an onomatopoeia in J- Japanese for uh, a quickened heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you, Christian, for instructing me on that with uh, the title of the Doki Doki Morning song by Baby Metal. Our Doki Doki Literature Club. That, too. Which is a whole other kind of making your heart race, let me tell you. Yeah. It gives me weird boners. <laughs> That's the only kind of boners that that game can give. <laughs> yeah. And if you get any other kind besides that, consult a physician. Yeah. Or psychiatrist. Yeah, that too. Well, psychiatrist, physicians? Yeah, that seems like a series of words that you could say. I mean, they're doctors. And like, like the ones that can give you drugs. No, yeah, psychiatrists are the ones that can give you drugs. So psychologists can't, so fuck them. Yeah. If you're talking yeah, to a the, doctor who can't give you drugs, they're not a real doctor. Yeah, I mean, because there's no reason to go to doctors is to get drugs. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, that's why I go. Hey, yeah. I, Doc, I'm having a medical problem. It requires drugs. 
Yep. And he's like, here is an Advil. Thanks, dude. Yeah, cool. Here's prescription strength Advil, 800 milligrams. Yeah, I couldn't have done that by taking several Advil at once. Thank you for your concerns. (laughs) It's cheaper, at least, if you go through your insurance that way, though. (laughs) True. Yeah. Which is why my mom does, because she has the arthritis. Well, that sucks. Well, I mean, it's not terrible, but it sucks. Yeah, I guess. It's that it's manageable with her 800 milligrams of Advil ibuprofen a day. Yes. So anyway, so she come they they perform their doki doki song about love and whatnot, and how it makes your heart beat faster. And there are some shitheads who start shit talking. Uh, I'm going to call her Min May because I still can't fucking remember her name. And uh, I'm have, going full Chris on this episode, apparently. Nice. <laughs> and uh, th- there's a security guard who is, seems to be obsessed with Min May. And then so when the guys start like yelling about her, he goes up and tries to confront them. They call him a part-timer and start beating the shit out of him. Meanwhile, the girls are still up there on the stage uh, dancing and singing. And then the rest of the crowd starts yelling at the shitheads to get the fuck out because they're annoying. And as Min May is trying to announce that it is her last performance, all this is going on. But finally, they get it out that she is not going to be part of Cham anymore. Yeah, she's moving on. But all of this is kind of intercut with her living a life in a, in a shitty, tiny Japanese apartment. Well, I mean, in fairness, I think that's probably fairly standard for someone yeah, I guess her I station. Sh- I shouldn't say shitty. It's just a small apartment because they're in Japan. Yeah. And then Japan being an island nation does not have a lot of space. And, uh, is this where she's introduced to the wonders of the world wide web? Not yet. She first gets a letter handed. To, she gets an envelope handed to her. as She's leaving for, for after her last performance. And here's someone say it's something about how I'm always in Min May's room. Or yeah, which is not like literally in her room, but no, it's a yeah. website on the World Wide Web. Stop me if you've heard of this. Yeah, oh, because it's 1997, and it's so cute that like they're like, what is this World Wide Web that they're talking about? And they even load up fucking Netscape Navigator to go to it. So Rumi has to show her how to use the computer that she bought, which is an Apple IIe. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, but it's color. Yeah, I mean, I'll give them that much. Apple II C, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so she opens up Netscape Navigator and goes onto the internet and types in the fucking URL from the letter that she received, and she finds. Oh, but no. Oh, she's she has her first actress job first. Yeah, she's got a sick line. Yeah, she got one line that says, who are you? Yeah. Or who are you? 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 Who, who, who are you? Doop, doop. 
I do do. <laughs> and, uh, but as she's trying to say that line, uh, a piece of fan mail that she received is opened by the head of the talent agency and it blows up in his face. Yeah. That's pretty fucking metal. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's actually a fan who would send that to her then. I mean, maybe not. Maybe. And yeah. And so, but you also see clips, you see like maybe that the guy who the, the part-time security guard who has a weird fucking looking face. Like I was kind of convinced that he was wearing a mask or like human skin over his face. Cause they animated the, the drawing of him is like barely human in the facial department. Yeah, he's got a real gnarly face. Yeah, I mean, he's not like uh, the guy from Goonies, but it could be like, you know, like one quarter Goonies. Yeah, one quarter Goonies is what they all said. (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember that character's name now. Sloth. Yeah, Sloth. He's a quarter Sloth. Yeah, not Wrath. No. Or envy. He's more of a eyes. Because he can't get the whole hey you guys out. Yeah. Just a quarter of it. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. It's it's funny now that I've explained it. It probably wasn't <laughs> funny before either, but you know. Explanation makes it funny. Always. Always. Every time. Uh, every single time. Uh, and so, yeah, so she gets back and so she's reading on, uh, Min May's room about how, uh, about her day that she had. And she's like, how, 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 how is this up here? I did not write this, but how do they know these things that happened when no other people were around? This is very, very confusing and worrying. Yeah. It's very specific. It, uh, has pictures of her doing things that she didn't put up there. Yep. Informs everyone of her favorite milk brand. Cow brand milk. Seems like a thing. Yep. Her, she feeds her fish tetra food. Yeah. So presumably they are tetras. Fair. Which I believe is a fish type. I'm yeah. not big on I'm not big on, on I, fish, but I, I think so. I know betas are. That's true. So I get two betas make a tetra, tetra. Is that how that works? Yeah. Beta plus beta equals tetra. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's how Greek math works. My wife is probably screaming in New Jersey for some reason. She doesn't know why. Yeah. And uh, she's having fun on the website on the World Wide Web via Netscape Navigator. <laughs> on her Apple IIc. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Like God, it like made me so happy and hurt my soul all at the same time. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember using Apple II C's back in like 1994, three years before this came out, and I was definitely on the World Wide Web before then via AOL because I only had dial-up with my uh, what was it, eighteen eighteen eight. Bod modem, okay. Bod modem. We upgraded to a twenty-four-four at one point. Nice. Yeah. 
my parents apparently had to change their phone plan because they'd had like a cheaper phone plan where you had like so many local minutes that you could use a month. And then when I started downloading things on the 18.8K baud modem overnight, I started using a lot more minutes than they had uh, allocated per month. So we went to unlimited local calls after that. Yeah, and then your like connection would get disconnected. You got a phone call that came in, and oh. yep, yeah, oh, that really takes me back. Well, that's why I download stuff overnight. Yeah, totally reasonable things to be sure. Yes, for school and stuff. Yes, I definitely was not downloading porn and cracked games. I wasn't downloading JPEGs at. 0.06 KB a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing I would have done. No, it was 18.8 K a second if I got full speed, Chris. Yeah. I miss autocouplers. I don't even know what an autocoupler is. That was before modems when you would literally put a handset on a device. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see those in war games, folks. <laughs> yeah, the only winning move is not to play. Oh, I could watch in 17 days. Well, 16 days when this is posted. Or no. 15. 15 days when this is posted. I could watch that in the theater. Sounds fun. Am- Alamo Draft House Crystal City uh, in Arlington, Virginia. You can watch war games on uh, May 31st. I've I've been super tempted to buy it. I was going to see the last Starfighter, but I think that was tonight. Well, I mean, you gotta sacrifice for your art sometimes. I'm sorry for I, that. And I have seen the last Starfighter in the theater. I saw it when it came out when I was a kid. We saw it on this podcast. We did, and I love that movie. It is that is a huge nostalgia boner for me. So. So, uh, she, uh, takes her role. Yep. The, the head of the talent agency is pushing to get her more screen more, time. More than one line. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the writer, uh, does actually write her some more stuff. Yeah. It ain't great. Well. It's more. It's more, and it is definitely emotionally impactful. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to change the viewpoint of her being an idol. Yep, because, you know, there's that saying in writing, you know, rape your idols. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's yep. actually super fitting. <laughs> Kill your darlings, rape your idols. Um, I think never meet your idols is the uh, the actual phrase. Well, maybe don't rape them either, I guess. Honestly. Well, you can't rape them if you don't meet them, usually. Yeah, all right. I mean, I don't like saying that's fair, but it's fair. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's fair, but it's true. So uh, the writer decides that... and, and So this film, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes whether things are done out of malice... Or if they even happened. Right now, I guess we're still pretty firm in the shit is actually happening part of the film. Yeah, 
Yeah, so this movie gets very kind of black swanny slash sucker punchy. Well, sucker punchy knew what level of reality you were on, but you were definitely on different levels of reality at various times. Uh, black Swan is much better at kind of blurring the line when you're like, is she actually seeing things or is she hallucinating things? Yeah. Or is she just overlaying something over reality? Like, you know how weird. like when you sneeze for a split second, you shut everything else off. Yeah. Like your eye, yeah, everything shuts. Yeah. Your eyes shut. You like your body goes rigid. There's points in this film where if you were to sneeze, you would be like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Also, if you were trying to type on your phone to Discord while watching this movie, that sometimes happens, especially when you're watching a, a subbed version and not a dubbed version. Yeah, when there's a lot of subtitles and you have to pay attention and then Discord's going bing, bing, bing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Horse Lanta's talking about uh, trying to recruit people to use soundboards against us. Yeah, because that's what we need is more soundboards. Yeah, because you know using Malort against us isn't enough. You have to also have to use soundboards. Yeah. Sadie, is using Malort against us chemical warfare? <laughs> Ooh, let me ask that question because we have not consulted the Book of Christian yet. <laughs> we need to consult the Oracle real quick. You're not going to say it out loud, or no? Because I'm, I'm so I'm used to it, I, I just got confused. My wife started ty- started typing something, like saying what she was typing while she was typing it. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Brett! She's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Why you why you call me that? So, uh, the plan from the writer is to. Have a tasteful rape scene in the television well, program. Okay, so this show, this television program is basically Hannibal. Okay. With less Mads Mickelson and more Mariska Hargitay. Uh, okay, all right. This is like maybe a net win. And, uh,. And so, yeah, so they're trying to find someone who has been killing and skinning top models uh, of the Tyra Banks flavor, I guess. Um, and uh, so they have they've consulted the psychiatrist, one of the page, one of the the murdered murderly erdlerd ladies uh, had a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is a, is a woman on the show a character, a female character on the show and basically she's talking about like why they would skin them with become a woman or dot 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 and then they cut um, but it's very like Silence of the Lambs kind of feel to it but they're like hey what if the sister of the most recent murder the earlier victim is the killer and she does that because after she's raped at a club, she develops another personality who goes around killing top models to become them. And so we need a rape scene with this uh, former idol singer. Can we make that work? Yeah. And I'll be honest, there is something about this scene that the fact that it's a TV show makes it so much more unpleasant. 
Well, well, one, okay, so it's weird to us because, one, there's nudity involved, even though it's animated nudity. Like, there's nudity involved in this rape scene. It is, like, he's not fucking her belly button for another. Like, he is simulating, like, actually having, like, groin-to-groin sex with this lady or groin-to-groin rape with this lady. I won't call it sex because it's not. Um, And... Also, like, you just, like, you don't see, like, what, it was crazy to me how, like, she'd be like, like, she was screaming and protesting and, like, and then they cut and she's like, oh, hey, how's it going, Bob? Yeah. Yeah, the part where where it's all happening and she's screaming and they have to move camera angles and he's like, I'm fucking so sorry about this. Like, because he's just on her. Yeah. Like, he is, like, he has to pretend to be raping her. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, eh, whatever, dude. Like, it's a, you know. Which, you know, I mean, I honestly, if it was an idol in the U.S., she probably had been raped before because we have terrible people in those kinds of industries. Mm, yuck. Yeah, Dan Schneider, buddy. Yeah, and don't forget, yeah. uh, old Weinstein. Oh yeah, and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, there's a bunch of shitheads. There's there's uh, some shitheads out there. Yeah, horrible. Yep. But um, there's, there's something about the the I don't the cavalierness of it all that is just more unsettling somehow. Just the the like it's a living kind of a vibe that it has, and then they just start back up. And it's back to the screams. Yeah. And they're like, like no, nope, nope. he's getting his dick out fast enough. Do it again. Unzip your pants faster. Okay, man. And then they stop, they reset, and right back to the screaming. I don't... Oh, God. It's so disconcerting. Like, I guess it's probably what it was like shooting irreversible. Yeah. It's... I, it's horrifying. Like, that is the most horrifying... meta level to it that makes it... M- somehow realer i don't know it's it's hard to explain if you haven't seen it it is a horrifying scene set of scenes yeah like worse than oh and by the way christian is victim blaming us when it comes to the uh malort chemical warfare oh i should have known when he started with i don't want to so i have retaliated okay with a gif but the only reasonable way to retaliate in 2023. <laughs> I'm sorry, with a gif. Oh, he does have a fair point. I'm going to hit him with the salsa now. Which is to say, <laughs> yet. Yet. Dot, dot, dot. So listen to uh, Apro of Nothing podcast if you want to know what hitting them with the salsa means. Yeah. Also, I'm going to have to tell them what hitting them with the salsa means. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it explains <laughs> something, but it doesn't really. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, so she films the scene like she's game yeah, for she it, does it and handles it pretty professionally seeming meanwhile she seems to be having a fucking nervous breakdown outside of the show and she's having weird like 
dissociative episodes where it's like they'll say like and cut and then she'll be like at home and like and then like take two and then she's like i don't know like walking down the street or something and she's just it gets this is where we start getting to that weird like you don't know what's reality and what's fiction and what's psychosis yeah Uh, what what of this is what part of this is her having a bad time what's her brain what is what is what the fuck is what i mean her there is a reflection of herself like in the window has started telling her that she should just be an idol and be singing and it just you know like jumps off of falls off of balconies it apparently kills and resurrects her fish it talks to her from like trains passing by subway trains passing by at high speed well and to, to be clear the reflection of her is her in like full on idol yes garb yeah like yeah. uh weird fetishistic clothes well it's the frilly frou like outfit that barely covers her underwear yeah yeah i uh... So when they bend over, you see their underwear. A cultural thing that doesn't make sense because we're uh, filthy Americans. Yeah, yeah, because we would never understand that at all. No. I mean... We 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 know exactly what we're doing when we do. Yeah, I mean, did you watch women's professional wrestling back in the early two, the, in the aughts, Chris? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it was very respectful and not at all a gross uh, shit show. Yeah. <laughs> at least now they have the women like that they're they are like wrestling as well as the men while still wearing granted some of the men are just wearing like speedos and nothing else, Matt Riddle. Um Yeah. You know, not even shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Some still look like they're smuggling fucking hot dogs and olives into the country. Yeah. And that's like, and that's all they're wearing is fucking speedos. Uh, and then, but you know, and then you have the women in basically dominatrix gear, Rhea Ripley. Um, not don't don't say nothing bad about Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's fucking amazing, and I think that's because she chooses to wear that, not because she has to wear that. No, that that's by design on her part. Yeah, yeah, I think that is. Uh, she. She knows what she's doing, and that's fine. Yeah. She is a uh, she is a legitimate Australian businesswoman. She is, yeah. So, uh, things are going poorly. Well, they're do- going well and poorly all at the same time. Like she's professionally apparent- well, personally poorly. Oh yeah, mentally, like she is. Yeah, <laughs> she is cuckoo for every single cocoa puff at this point. They uh, and this is the point where it gets kind of tricky to talk about what's happening because it's kind of fucking all over the fucking place. Yeah, she's bouncing between work, personal life. She's repeating like personal life stuff, like there's scenes in a show. It's like she's seen the weird faced dude off and on in the same spot, depending on which take she's doing of the show. It is like, it is like if you dropped LSD and then watched black Swan. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's hard to it, you can't explain it. It's just it's wild. And then violence occurs against uh oh fuck the writer the, the yeah I think it's the writer is the first guy who gets yeah fucked up in yeah. the elevator. Yeah the um, what the fuck is his name uh it's that fucking that fucking famous intersection in Japan. Oh, what the fuck is it? That big one, like you always see, like when there's like 700 crosswalks, like going different directions. Yeah, it's in Tokyo, I think. Starts with an S. Starts with an S. Shibuya. Yes, Shibuya. That's the writer's last. That's the writer's name is Shibuya. Or Shibuyi, maybe. He gets all uh, mangled. I know it from. I know it from Persona Five. Really fair. No. So anyway, he gets what allized? Uh, he gets shanked up. I ain't saying yes. it. He gets, he gets stabilated. <laughs> yeah, he gets stabilated. He gets ventilated. He gets murderedly erdlered, Chris. Yeah, it's he's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's so funny. My wife tries to say murderly Erdler now and she can't do it. It's it's I don't know why she started trying to say it and she can't. <laughs> well, just tell her it's fine and just not ever say it. And just say, say imagine, it one time. Yeah, just imagine if Ned Flanders tried to talk about murder, how would he say it? He would say murderly Erdler. Yeah. Does that help yes. her? Yeah, I think I don't know. I haven't talked to her yet. She's in New Jersey now. Uh, but Matt makes a, a, a valid point, Chris. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I think I believe Sadie had since there was no declaration of war, Sadie has committed a hate crime upon us. That's fair. I'm sorry, Lady Sadie Vaughn oh. Drunken Shark Pumpkin Pie Spice. My favorite spice girl. Yeah. Pumpkin pie spice probably. I'm you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't. And uh, the the homicide has rocked everybody. Yeah, because that dude got killed. He got the fuck killed out of him. Yeah. He was not shot, however. Nope. Stabbed. Not a lot of gun uh, violence in Japan. Yeah, due to the lack of guns. Weird. Weird how that works. Yeah. Shocking. Huh. Maybe it has something to do with gun laws. I don't know. Who can, who can say? I don't know. I mean, I mean like, what, what could they possibly do? I don't want to get political on this podcast. Yeah, we've never done that before. Yeah, we've taken very bold stances. Yeah. <laughs> like, be nice to people. Yeah, like, don't be a Shocking. goddamn dick. <laughs> My political you know stance. What? Yeah, if someone's trans, I don't know, be nice to them. You know, you know that radical stance. Yeah, maybe uh, fuck you, because who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, why do their genitalia, why do their genitalia bother you so much? Yeah, maybe stop thinking about other people's junk all the goddamn time. Yeah. Just saying. <sighs> but, I mean, if you don't think about other people's junk, you got to think about your own, and most people are disappointed by their own, Chris. Oh, not me. Yeah? No. You're just slinging... Slinging salami all around the all, all day long. Oh, I mean it's adequate. I'm not I'm not gonna brag oh, okay. about it or anything, but I'm not yeah. I'm not disappointed with it. 
I mean, they don't call you tall boy for nothing, right, Chris? It's, you ever had like one of them snack-sized Pringles cans? <laughs> I say nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> what was that? Was it soda can? Was that the 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 former warden in uh, Orange Is the New Black? Would they call him soda can or pop can? <laughs> Uh, uh, the the dude with the mustache and no hair. Look, I'm just saying I made a kid that could piss. I'm five with my junk. <laughs> I have done one of those. It does the necessary things I need to do and stuff comes out of it when it needs to. That's all I need. Uh, well, Horselander wasn't here, so we had to talk about your junk anyway. Somebody had to. At least it was me this time instead of and somebody I, else. And I did not insult your junk in any way. That's true. Not once has the odor of my junk <laughs> come into play. Nope. <clears throat> and I was saying, you know, I was at least... It yeah, it was, it was respectful know. at the very least. Yeah, I was implying a large size to it. Which you can understand after all the years of trauma I've suffered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, 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 it's like, you know, you hit things on the body, it swells up. So, you know, eventually since horse Lance is always punching your dick, eventually it's got to get bigger, right? That's true. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you sprain your ankle, <laughs> it swells up. Yeah. So there's been a murder. Diddly or third. Uh, this does not help. The mental state of our protagonist. Yeah, no, she's in the mental state of Mississippi at this point. <clears throat> and uh, stuff is cutting wildly between, like, on-set takes, and then she's in her room, and then she's not. No. Oh, she does do a nude photo shoot at one point. Which is, it's, like, implied she was tricked into to some degree. Well... Okay, so the 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 two ladies on Chom who are still there, uh, Ray and Yukiko. I don't know why I can remember their fucking names, but I can't yeah, remember. That's, mid, that's mid fucking May. crazy that you pulled that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray because of Ray and Ayanami and Yukiko. I don't remember from something else. Um, they are talking about how this this uh, photographer is known for getting ladies to strip, but she didn't. At least outwardly, she didn't seem to be against it. But I think there's this whole tension. The movie, this movie revolves around this tension inside of her, where you have the outward facing portion of her, which is like you know doing the rape scene and doing this nude photo shoot, and then you have this in the the inside of her, which is like. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe I don't want to show my tits and vag to everyone. Maybe I don't want to pretend to be raped. Like, you know, I can understand why people wouldn't want to do these things. <clears throat> but she is sacrificing, but she is suppressing all of that in order to advance her career as an actress because this whole nude photo shoot is kind of like, you know, putting the knife in the heart of this, you know, prim and proper idol image that she had because like you know that's the thing of these idols like they 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 sell this idea that they're all you know they're innocent it's like like jessica simpson 
in the like late nineties when she's like, Oh, I don't drink alcohol and I don't, you know, like she's, I'm all innocent and, you know, proper, proper Southern Christian girl, whatever. Um, but so like she has, so she's kind of got to kill the old version of her without like completely corrupting herself. And so there's that, that's what, there's a huge like tension there throughout this movie about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. I got like faculty of horror on us for a second there. Sorry guys. Yeah. Didn't, didn't need to actually have an insight that yeah, that's on Troy. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, and I don't remember what the ladies at the faculty of horror actually said about this movie. They did do an episode on it. I would suggest listening to it. They usually have really good insights. They're definitely uh, smarter than we are. Oh, and, and they, yes, they are. <laughs> and they think about things a lot more than we do. They think about movies and we drink about movies. Yeah. Uh, if they drank as much as we did, they probably would talk more about dicks. Um, if you listen to the live episode they did about the second time they watched Black Christmas when they drank a whole shit ton of sherry, they did drink about movies for that one. Sherry? Mm-hmm. Because the house mother in that movie drinks sherry. So they decided they were going to drink sherry, and they drank way more sherry than they expected to. I mean, I appreciate the commitment to the bit, but also drinking a bunch of sherry. I mean, it's not cooking sherry, so it's not all super salty and shit. Uh, Yeah, but still, it's a bunch of sherry. (laughs) Well, guess what you have to get for the podcast for the wheel next, Chris? Cooking sherry. No, Drinking sherry, cooking sherry, <laughs> or slants. I'll probably be like, "This brings back memories that I just uh, that I destroyed with cooking sherry." <laughs> I drank all this cooking sherry once. <laughs> then I thought I was a horse. <laughs> I never stopped thinking that because <laughs> I continually drink the cooking sherry. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he went from being Brett to Hotlanta to Horselanta. I'm I'm curious to see what his next evolution will be. I don't know, but it probably yells about how my dick smells for some reason. <laughs> well, yes, but we have to but we have to fight him against a number of other Pokemon to evolve him. Uh, what's the next evolution? Yeah, do we like a, do we need like a certain like item like a sunstone or something to evolve him to his next one? Yeah, I mean, at this point, he definitely has to be holding an item to evolve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's just got cooking sherry. He's just going to become a rapid dash. Joke's on you, idiot. Now you're a fucking graveler. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's between a Geodude and a Golem, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was trying to think about the other. I don't know. My wife started playing Pokemon Go again because she wants to walk more, and that's one way she encourages herself to walk more. So I started playing Pokemon Go again, and I had a Geo dude. I was like, "What the fuck does a Geo dude evolve into?" I couldn't remember. I think it's and a Graveler that a Golem. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Graveler. I know Golem's the final one. But anyway, enough Pokemon talk for now. For now, listen to our. Uh, our new podcast, Pokemon Princess. That's the least uh, offensive secondary podcast we've made up. <laughs> I, I'm still a big fan of Squared Circle Princess, but I don't believe that has aired yet. 
Even though we did have a blank week one week, Chris. Hey. Hey. Nobody (laughs) reminded me. Okay. Uh yeah, so yeah, the yeah, uh, I I guess I've let the the uh the purloin out of the bag. Um what's that, that evolved we, uh, into? Um I don't remember. I don't know. I haven't evolved one yet in Pokemon Go. Or report back once you do. Or Meowth. How about we let the Meowth which involves into a Persian out of the bag? Ah, that seems racist. Persian is a breed of cat, Chris. Doesn't mean it's not racist. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, we have we have recorded an episode of uh, Squared Circle Princess. We have. Yeah, and uh, there is a lost episode, which will probably never air, but does feature a special guest. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw it out there on the Patreon. Who knows? Yeah, why not? Completely raw and unedited. That'll be great. There's some good bits in it. There are. Yeah. Uh, the the commercials. Uh, shout out to the person who did the commercials. You, you know who you are. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and we know. And you. Know. We know. And maybe other people will know eventually. Someday. Basin. I I wanted to buy basin jars after hearing that one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I did. Oddly enough, I I have bought a lot of mason jars, but that's because that's what we package our honey in. Is that a euphemism or? No, literally, like we take honey from the bee hives and put them in and put it into mason jars and sell it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you apiaris, apiaris. Yes, ap. I'm I'm looking for it, but I can't find apiarist. It. Yeah, well, an, ap- an apiary is where you keep the bees. I'm a beekeeper, Chris. I'm a beekeeper by trade. No, I'm a beekeeper by hobby. I realize all, a lot of my hobbies are like me doing amateur versions of professional things, like brewing beer and keeping bees. Isn't that what most hobbies are? No, I mean, technically, like my role playing game hobby is started as a hobby, but some people figure out ways to monetize it. Well, do you make money off of the bees? Yes. You're a professional. Yeah, well, we actually have an LLC, even. We're technically professional podcasters, because yeah. one time we made money on this. One time you made money on this. <laughs> yep, and I kept all $6 of it. <laughs> Only because I feel the urge to order stupid shit off of com. It paid for 85% of a 12-pack once. <laughs> because I need to send literally comically large tapestries and buy Nibworp t-shirts. Yeah, and God bless you. I'm just going to start bumping up merch until you put my kid through college. There you go. <laughs> I would love to be able to put her through college. Buy your science towels now. And safety towels. Yeah, they're also safety towels. Yep, there's science. I have a safe science towel, actually. You ever wanted to have a hand towel that required explanation? Boy, do I have a deal for you. Yeah. I Literally, Chris, I'm the biggest mark for this show, which is sad because I'm on the show. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad. Any dumb merch you put on store.slarsprincess.com, I will buy. All right. 
Well, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Solely for I my have, profit. I need a nib or uh, travel tumbler, though, Chris. Could you get that done? Yeah. Okay. Of course. I'll make at least a dollar twenty-seven off of that. <laughs> I do. Yeah. How much do you get off from a tumbler? Is it about that much? Any idea? I want to say it's not much. It's like three or four bucks. Okay. I mean, that's fair given the price of it. Three or four bucks isn't bad. I I try to keep everything on the merch as low as I can keep it. Yeah. Because I'm less interested in making money, honestly, off the merch and more interested in giving people the dumb bullshit. Yeah, I am all about dumb bullshit, apparently. I am also about dumb bullshit. I own, I own more dumb bullshit than you do, Chris. That's true. Most of the dumb... Actually, maybe all the dumb bullshit you own came from me. I feel like you're underestimating the amount of dumb bullshit I have in my house. How many Slaughterhouse Princess t-shirts do you own, Chris? Uh, Well, okay, I guess that's a fair fair enough. <laughs> you own one tapestry. Who sent I you do. the tapestry? Do you own any other Slaughterhouse Princess merch? No. No. So all the dumb bullshit you own is because of me. That's true. Mostly because it feels weird to pay my to like lose money on that deal. I don't <laughs> know what that says about me. You get a cashback rebate on your purchases, Chris. I read that off of my taxes. I wonder. I'd ask Christian, but he's in Canada, so who knows how their fake money works? You know, ask Christian on the uh, Discord right now. That's the sound of sadness. That's the sound of something. I'm not going to ask Christian. What's he know about American tax law? I don't know, but just ask him shit on Discord. That's what we do during the podcast. All right. Well, vamp for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, Min May has seen like weird versions of herself. One of them even like performs at a show. While she is trying to decide if she wants to perform on the TV show that she is part of. I think because they wanted her to do something maybe sexual. I don't remember. I don't think maybe not. Um, But they're trying to get her to be on the show. Um, At some point, her talent director or the... The talent director or the producer of the show gets murdered or lured by Big Body Pizza Delivery Guy. That's such a good name. Big. So that made me think of NXT because there's currently a dude on NXT whose name is Javier Bernal. But he goes by Big Body Javi. And he's he's fucking hilarious. He is. He is kind of like uh, he's enhancement talent on NXT right now. But he's fairly fresh, so I'm assuming he'll advance as he goes. But he is uh, he is big body hobby, so that's what that big body pizza made me think of. There were no good uh, gypes on uh, Discord for big body hobby, which made me sad. Or big body pizza, for that matter. That, too. Yeah, and oh my god, this guy gets fucking stabbed. Like in the eyes. Oh, 
We forgot to say that uh, the Kobayashi Maru guy, the the writer, got stabbed as as the movie put it, umpteen times. Yeah, weird pull from the translators on that. Yeah, like a lot would have been fine, but an um, umpteen times, like. I'm pretty sure that was that was a localization. That was not a transliteration. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I don't think umpteen is really in Japanese. So the the big body pizza stabbing occurs. Yep. Uh, it's the one guy. The one guy. You know the guy. Who did things. Yeah, you know, the things that he did. Please, Chris, tell us about these things. Ah, it was... Who the fuck was that guy? Was it the producer of the show, or was it with the talent agency guy? I think it might have been the talent agency guy. I think it was the talent agency guy. Also, like, Min May had seen, like, her idol self on a podcast with uh, the other ladies of Cham or Chom, who have also, um, they hit 83 on the charts with their latest single, just the two of them. Yeah. With the song, Just the Two of Us. They can make it if they try. Just the two of us, them and them. Them and the other one. Yeah. And, uh, old, uh, protagonist, not also managed to forget her name. Not her name. Min- not Min her May. name. No matter how many times you say that, still She's not gonna her name. She's going to sing, and the fucking uh, invaders are going to go away. She, uh, she goes through her closet and finds the big body pizza murder outfit murderly erdler outfit and she's like oh shit i totally fucking killed a guy <laughs> i think i stabbed a dude to death with a pizza box <laughs> whoops <laughs> that's how that works and uh things go let's say poorly from here on they, out they go wild they wild out chris she, Nick uh, Cannon. Nick Cannon could narrate the rest of this. Yeah, I may have aggressively made a Nick Cannon joke at my daughter the other day. She didn't understand. That's fair. I don't. She's literally all I know about Nick Cannon is he did that Wild and Out show. That is literally everything I know about Nick Cannon. Uh, he has like 122 kids. Mm. So he's like three ahead of Elon Musk. I don't know. How many kids does Elon Musk have? I don't know. I, I thought he was like impregnating a whole bunch of women. I don't remember. I mean, uh, like I can see a world where a bunch of people bang one out with Nick Cannon, but I don't see a world where a bunch of people are fucking Elon Musk. Crimes did. Yeah, but we all do shit we're not proud of. And then you name your child something unpronounceable. Yeah. With human tongues. So basically, they created a uh, a uh, scion of Cthulhu or something. Yeah, yeah, 
You could say the name out loud, but the sound of it would cause your human form to just collapse. Yeah, yeah, if it's talking. Yeah, and then your brain just melts. Yep. So, uh, she gets into an argument with herself. Yes. Her idol self. Yeah. In a red dress. Yes. But, you know, that guy, you know, stuck with, you know, the guy from uh, the Matrix. The Matrix would have approved of that. He would have. But it turns out that it's not really her. No. It, wait, wait, oh. wait. We missed the part where the weird face guy tried to kill her. Well, oh, yeah. Well, he tried to run with the truck? Or well, was he that tra- real? No, that was that she... Oh, God, because it's all so fucking bizarre for, like, the last fucking 40 minutes. There is a scene where she runs out into traffic and gets hit by a truck run uh, being uh, driven by weird face guy, but I guess that wasn't real? No, this is when she was back at the set of the rape scene. Oh, yeah. And weird face guy tries to shank her. Yeah, well, he tries to reenact it, too. Yeah, because he's a fucking maniac. Because he's a me maniac. Or he's the real, he's like, he's the one who runs the the Minmay room. Yeah. Where, and like, he gets emails from her, quote unquote, her, that tell him everything that went on during the day. And then he posted on the website and all the pictures that he has posted of her on the wall talk to him because he is psycho. And, um, yeah, he tries to reenact the rape scene with her, and then he tries to stab her with uh, a knife, and then she buries uh, the hatchet, and by buries the hatchet, I mean in his temple. Yeah, he gets his. Because, you know, Cause fuck him. It, well, no, don't fuck him. Bury a hatchet in his temple. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't mean literally. I mean, fuck him in the sense of, like, stab him in the temple. Sorry, I, I had a Drax moment there. I'm sorry. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, now we're back to a uh, scene in the room that is nigh on incomprehensible. Well, but she also has some weird hallucination where that dude's not there, and then there's other people dead there, and she's talking to her co the 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 female psychiatrist, the lady playing the female psychiatrist in the show. Who was like, hey, like, you know, I'm not real. Maybe you stop dreaming. And then her manager is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. She also has a weird, like, foot chase through a office building at some point that we just glossed over. Where she's chasing the image of her idol self. That, that and- like, moves in such a weird way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like she kind of like like it's almost kind of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon when they kind of just like toe leap from like place to place. Yeah, it is. This movie is it's really hard to describe. (laughs) You know, I, 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 I will promise you we did not do any hallucinogenics before we did this episode. Yeah, I mean, right now, maybe. Yeah, during start. the episode or after, I will not um, say. But beforehand, no. 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 
So, uh, we're back to the her room protagonist. Yes, yes, Min May's room. Red dress. There's well, an argument. Yes, with where herself. Red dress version of her. Idol, idol, the idol version. Yeah, idol version is mad that she's no longer idol version. No, that she's gone this whole actress thing, and she's, you know. Done nude, nude photo shoots and rape scenes. Hanging and, out and yeah, that's not the idol way. No, that's not the real version of her. the real version of her. Is the singer version, the idol version. And uh, she attacks the the idol version, shanks her in the shoulder with an ice yep. pick. Yep, like you do. Uh, Which was used on one of the dudes who was murderly alert earlier. Yeah, it was the the big. The big body pizza murder. Yeah, the big body hobby pizza. Uh, she manages to escape. Well, she sees her the the late the the idol virgin's reflection in the mirror, and it's her manager who used to be an idol herself, yeah. Ruby. Good old Ruby, the not yeah. complete maniac. Yeah, so it's like so it's weird because like both Rumi. And Minmay are seeing Rumi as the idol version of Minmay. But that idol version of Minmay does not actually exist, but they both see it, which is it's a shared hallucination. It's wild. It is bizarre. There's a, a chase sequence that ensues. Yeah, which. Uh, which the way that um, Minmay falls off of her balcony and onto a roof and rolls down the roof and slams into something else and falls on the ground. I'm pretty sure she just broke like all of her bones. Yeah. Or at the very least most. Yeah. But then she gets up and runs, which after stepping six inches down off of a deck and stepping onto a loose brick and managing to break one foot and the other ankle at the same time. I'm pretty impressed by. That's true. Yeah. I would have died. Like every, literally every bone in my body would have shattered during it that. Would have turned insane. to powder and you would just yeah. been a goo pile. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ow, 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 ow. Like how is she alive? Let alone running at this point. But you know, uh, Rumi slash fake Minmay um, decides to uh, chase after her with uh, an umbrella. Yeah, she found it that uh, rooftop umbrella stand. I guess she stabbed yeah. her with an umbrella, which is somehow one of the gnarliest things I've ever seen in a thing. Even and though it's also, in a weird anime, but still, and also kind of silly at the same time. It's like, is this the Kingsman? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but I my I have an umbrella like that with like the real long bit on yeah. the end. Yeah, and the idea of that thing like stabbing me is horrifying. How hard you'd have to push oh, it! My God, that would hurt <laughs> so much. Yep. Yep. And uh, they stumble down into the road after the umbrella stabbing. They're like on a catwalk. Yeah, on a catwalk. Yep, they're too sexy for their shirt. But not umbrella stabbings. 
No, no, those those highly highly unsexy. Wildly oh, no, unsexy. No, highly highly sexy because that way you can't be too sexy for them. Mm, I don't have the wherewithal to figure that riddle out right now. Yeah, well, I'd just say right, like Fred would. Yes, and there you go. And yeah, so they end up on the street, and there is uh, and uh. Rumi slash fake Min May gets pushed out into the road and there is a big ass like truck barreling down on her and real Min May says, I can't let her die and like shoulder blocks her out of the way and they both tumble to the ground, the street bleeding because they've all both suffered various wounds. I mean, maybe this is a cultural thing. But if you were to stab me in my lower extremities with an umbrella, you could get hit by a goddamn truck. You could, <laughs> I would be like, no, fuck you. Get hit by that truck. I'd even probably if it shoot was you like, the bird while you got hit by the truck. Even if it was like, okay, so if Horse Lanta had gone insane and stabbed you with an umbrella and then was standing in front of a truck and seemed to be thinking that it was... I don't know, like spotlights that were embracing him for his awesomeness. You wouldn't try to save him. I mean, that's a tough call. <laughs> that's fair. Because I mean, on one hand, I got stabbed by an umbrella. On the on the other hand, I've known him for decades. Which is, I mean, at this point, like, presumably Min May has known Rumi for probably three quarters of her life. Yeah, I guess I didn't look at it in the Horse Lana perspective. Because <laughs> who would, really? Yeah, I guess I'm in a unique position where I have to look at things from the Horse Lana perspective. Which means you have to look at them with eyes on either side of your head? Yeah. yeah. I can't look directly at them. <laughs> no. I don't have predator vision. <laughs> You, not, you can't see heat? No, not like that predator. Like, my eyes are on the sides. Oh, okay. So, are you, so, you're, so which one of you is one ugly motherfucker? That's what I want to know. You are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> that's my favorite part of Predator 2, is when the, that guy says, you're, you're one ugly, and the predator says, motherfucker, back at him. Predator 2, better than people give it credit for. Yeah, I mean, it had the whole... It's what inspired the whole Alien-Predator crossover. It's, it's not great, but it has its moments. Is it Danny Glover in it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Danny Glover makes everything better. It's true. Yeah. Just look at my bar mitzvah. <laughs> well, it's better than your bat mitzvah, Chris. I can't be worse. No. That was a very confusing time for you. It was. For <laughs> several reasons. Yeah. Jewish heritage like, notwithstanding. Also, I'm not a woman, so why am I having a bot, smith, bot mitzvah? I'm very confused now. It was oh, we misspelled it. it my spell, check, era. spell check fucked it up. That's what happened. It's not a trans joke, folks. It's a spell check joke. I wouldn't joke about being trans. It's, it's true. Yeah. We're I would joke about spell check, however. 
We this might joke talks. about the smell of my dick, but we wouldn't joke about that. Nope. So, uh, they save themselves from the truck, but that yep. it's not over. Nope. A chase ensues. Uh, protagonist manages to knock Remy's Ruby. wig off. Yeah, and she's like, oh shit, I'm not actually Minmay because I don't have the hair anymore. And then she does one of the craziest things you will ever see in a thing. Impale herself onto glass because she couldn't reach the wig? Yeah, it's wild. It is fucking wild. That is how much that woman wanted to be an idol again, is that she would impale herself upon broken glass into her chest cavity to reach the wig that she needed to pretend to be an idol. And we're not talking like a smashed out car window. This is like jagged, crazy ass foot and a half long. Someone threw a brick through a store window and then you impaled yourself upon the biggest piece of glass still left. It just leaned over top of it and just let your weight go. It's fucking wild. But it kind of makes sense in context at the same time. It totally makes sense, but is also crazy. Because that's this movie. And then we cut to uh, sometime later. I mean, jump smash cut almost. Almost. Not quite. Nope. And uh, protagonist is at local... Mental health mean Min facility. Min May. Still don't think that's her name, but she's a singer. It works. And uh she's been visiting Remy. Rumi. Rumi. Thank you. Brings her flowers. And the the doctor guy's like, you know she's like never coming back, right? And she's she like, Yeah. Psycho. I know. But yeah. Even if she's totally fucked in the head, she got me to where I am. Yeah. And like some of the nurses, like, yeah, like Minmay would never fucking visit like this place. Like, that's got to be someone who just looks like her and it couldn't actually be her. Yep. But she's, she gets in her car. Cause she is a famous actress now. And she says, nope, I'm me. I'm me. No one else is. Fuck all y'all. I'm good. Peace out. Yeah. No stinger. Abrupt ending. And so that's, Chris, uh, that's oh, this. Yeah, so Chris, what did you think of this? Since that's what this is. I like this movie. I saw it probably circa 1998 because I just bought it at Suncoast Video on a whim. That is not an uncommon thing, apparently. Yeah. Me and uh, the before times, my girlfriend, but my now wife, were at the Suncoast video looking at stuff, and we we're like, hey, this sounds fun. Something about the psychological thriller or whatever. It's anime. That's something we can get into. And then it's, uh, boy, is it wild. This almost requires two viewings to really 
give you the time to appreciate what's happening. It happens... It starts out so normal. And then when it starts veering into the like... Uh, what's real, what's not part. There's just so many different things that could be causing all this. Like, I think it's... It's, it's interesting in the... Oh, is this because she's trying to come to terms with, like, the two fighting parts of herself as... I was an idol, but now I want to move on, and I don't want to just be this goody-goody idol person. I want to move on. I want to be seen as a grown, mature person. But I don't want to show my hoo-ha off to everybody. It's like, it's simultaneously like a coming-of-age story. It's the story of a person who finds themselves caught between, like, two different career paths and what that means. It's the story of a person whose life is being led by people who are above them, who are controlling them. Like, I don't... There's just so much to think about in this movie that we can't really do it justice. You kind of have to see so, it. So, Chris, is, is this the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world? Uh, no, I'm not going to follow you down that particular rabbit hole. <laughs> Every time you said that, I was like, that's a song lyric. What is that? Oh, Nine Days, apparently, is the band who performed that. Absolutely. Parentheses. Story of a Girl is the name of the song. I think this is a very good film that everybody should watch. I it's super short. It's like barely. It's two minutes. hours. It was two hours. It's like a hundred and twenty something minutes. Yeah, that's two hours. Well, yeah, no, it's like <laughs> eighty minutes. No. It was 120 minutes. It was two hours for me. It's one hour and 21 minutes. Give or take. I think I felt it. It seemed longer than that when I was on Shutter, but maybe I was looking at something else. I think it's real good. I, I also, though, I have an affinity for uh, Mr. Uh, Cone, the guy who Ooh. was the director. Yeah. But I, I think it's a pretty good... If you like a, like a Black Swan, as alluded to earlier, if that was something you were into and you want something that's a little... I guess maybe a little more toned-down version of Black Swan. Um, Toned-down in some ways and heightened in others. Yeah, there's... There's something to be said about the the way they really convey the like person losing control of what's real and what's not. It's also some pretty early studio madhouse stuff, which, you know, if you're a weeb is interesting. But I say give it a go. You can find it pretty much anywhere for like three bucks. Or if you have Shudder, it's for free. Well, it's 
It's included with Shutter. It's not free. Well, yeah, if you're paying for Shutter, you can watch it there. But if not, which, it's like three dollars. Which you probably should be, because Shutter is pretty awesome. Shutter is pretty good. But for three bucks, you could do a hell of a lot worse for three dollars. Lord knows I have today. For the cost of just one Monster Energy drink, you too could watch Perfect Blue. Well, so for three dollars and three dollars over three for like a penny's pet a penny a day you're gonna watch this movie yeah but i say watch it it's pretty good it does a lot of neat stuff it is it's just fun it's fun and weird and goes places you're not expecting it to go what do you say troy I enjoyed it. I love movies that fuck with what's reality and what's not. Uh, even though high tension didn't grab me as much as it did the first time I watched it. Uh, but like I was watching this movie and like, this is a very black swan and that is not an uncommon thought to have apparently according to uh, IMDB trivia. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I don't know. I really enjoyed this. I love movies that are about like psychotic breaks, apparently. So I say watch it. I don't have much more to say than Chris did. Uh, it was real good. So watch it. Speaking of watching things, Chris, what are we watching next week? Uh, we are going to watch Wicked City. And how did you how did you describe this movie to me, Chris? Uh, it's garbage. <laughs> so, and, but I will not be here for it because I will be uh, spending time with my wife's family because my brother in law uh, has succeeded in fulfilling all the requirements for his uh, PhD in civil engineering. So I will uh, be celebrating that with him next week. So congratulations to him. For being a doctor now, but not a doctor of medicine, a doctor of civil engineering, which is very different. Yeah, that's fair. So what if other people want to explain how their doctorate is different? How would they do that? Well, they could email us uh, by going to slaughterprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could tweet us at slaughterprince, which is slaughterprincess with no vowels in princess because Chris ran out of letters in his Twitter handle. And also, he doesn't pay for the blue check marks because fuck Elon Musk. Uh, and uh, they could go to r slash SHP podcast where we have our, uh, our lovely subreddit that we sometimes have activity on, but not very damn often. Uh, they can also go to our Discord at discord.slarsprincess.com because we have uh, a number of listeners who post there, which is fun. Thank you, uh, Sadie and Matt and Christian and Mr. Green and Dummy Act and uh, Kylie and Princess Steph and everyone else who I may have forgotten, but I think that's most people who have posted recently and uh yeah and they could uh, that's uh, the best uh, or you go to facebook because we're slash princess doc slaughter's princess on uh facebook and uh if you want to reach out to us that way that's good too if you want to give us money you can go to store.slaughterprincess.com or patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com uh 
And uh, give us money through those, uh, either by buying sweet nib orp t-shirts at store.slarsmerchants.com or uh, by, you know, being a patron and getting access to the Patreon channel on discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. And if you want to listen to us in some other way, I recommend going to your Echo and saying, uh, Alexa, play slaughterhouseprincess.com or Alexa, play Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse Princess podcast. Getting the Princess podcast from Amazon Music. Here's because I... Have had too much malort apparently, and drew that up the first time. Perfect. Yeah. So come back next it, time for I don't know Wicked City, I guess. And while our podcasts think about movies, you know, like Factory Horror does, we will drink about movies like we do. Bye. Man, I need to buy a goddamn blowy thingy.